Football is a simple game. It's not a sophisticated game. It's a, it's a game for the man on the terraces. It's a game to excite the people. Evening everyone, Tim A. Sunday Night Live here, um, as always with the pitch, I'm joined by the young man Daniel Dean, the podcast king Sir Ray, and also Canadian Darren. Um, <laughs> good evening fellas, after an eventful day, I mean, I know Darren, you're quite far behind already, but it's um, eventful so far, isn't it mate? But um, yeah, we'll get, I'll get your opinions very shortly guys, um, obviously no doubt, but uh, obviously... Um, not breaking news, but it was done this uh, this morning that Isco has um, departed the club. I think the club in club uh, sort of um, incited the recent, um, shall we say, performances. Uh, let's get the statement up from the club as well. Let's get this up here. Um, right, okay. So we've got. Um, let's see if I can put it up. So. Basically said, what would FC confirm Isco? Munoz has left the club, um, left the post as the club's head coach. The board feels recent performances strongly indicate a negative trend at a time when the team cohesion should be visibly improving. The Hornets uh, will always be grateful of Isco for the part he played in securing last season's promotion and wishing well for, uh, for the future, for his future career in football. And obviously no further comment will be available until the imminent announcement of a new head coach. Um, I think we obviously know who's probably that's going to be. But um, we'll get first question. Uh, Paul Langdon's put this up and I think um, the missus did it as well. She's put a similar sort of thing um, about the players. But who do you think um, Who do you think was the blame for that debacle? Um, uh, or shall we say the sacking? Is it the players? Is it the manager? Is it both? Is it something else? Um, go on, guys. Uh, young man, Dino. Go on, mate. Ladies first. Um, who's to blame there, mate? You've got to go both ways, you know. It's, you know, we never had a plan B under Isco. It seemed like, like I said to you, Paul, we, it was it used to be with Deeney. If Deeney weren't doing well, nor was the squad. Now we've got it with Saar. If Saar ain't playing well, the whole squad isn't. There's no leaders out there. I do blame the players one hell of a lot. I'm ashamed of every one of them at the moment after yesterday. God, me and Paul, every fan was feel sorry for the poor sods that went to see that. That was absolutely a joke. Not one player could come out of that saying they give 50% to the game, let alone 100%. It was shambolic. I'm ashamed of every one of them. I'm, I'm sick to death of supporting this team at the moment because the way we're sacking managers, I, I feel for Esco. I was talking to Paul, how long would he add? I'd have given him till Southampton, which was another three games. It wouldn't have been so much the results. It had been more the performances just to see to get something out of this waste of space players at the moment because they're an absolute joke. Oh, they really need to look at themselves in America. Another one's gone. Another one, I can't believe it. How long's well, if it is Ranieri, he's got because I've looked at our next 10 fixtures and <laughs> I feel for the bloke. I don't know what he's going to do, what we, what the player's going to give up on him if he's a bully or something. Nice guy, don't work. Nigel Pearson did work, but obviously he was a bit harder. They don't like that. They go crying to the board. Don't want to play. Wah, wah, wah. No one likes them. Get lost. Right, I'll stop playing. It's a joke. I, nah, I'm, I'm sick to death of it at the moment. Absolute shambles. Yeah. I think, I agree with you, Dean. For me, it's a bit of both. I think the thing that struck me yesterday evening was I watched the Ben Foster interview after the game and his body language was identical. Do you remember the first game of the season a couple of years back when we lost to Brighton 3-0? Mm. And after, and his body language was identical. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, hang on a minute, this ain't going to be good. And then I guess the other thing as well for me is that, I mean, that was four out of seven performances. That's about 58% or whatever it is that we were just so poor. Yesterday's was the was the pinnacle of the, of the of the bunch. But having said that, when I saw the team sheet yesterday, I thought that was a, a really decent lineup. So I was quite excited because Leeds are yeah. the sort of team that, that give our squad a chance to play in theory. But the other thing oh. I was going to say was this: was the club supported Cisco to get him his coaching badges. So my question, and I've said this a lot. 
coaching what do you, I do not know what is entailed in coaching badges because to me after 20 minutes he should have changed that setup yesterday right you don't wait 45 because Leeds could have had three by half time as Newcastle could have had the week before but what does a coaching badge enlist because it doesn't seem to enlist the plan B and it's not just Cisco it's other managers see as well so for me and, and Dino's right but the players yesterday yet again playing out from the back you know, Foster puts it to Trooster Kong, who just gets it clear to the half what it looks for throwing, almost got pinched again and just shambles. No leadership, no cohesion. And and honestly, with that start in 11, I was really optimistic before kickoff. I thought we would do well. So, I don't know. What do you think, Ray? Yes, I mean, I've just had an hour, hour's podcast and uh, covered most of, most of what we've, we've been discussing already. But, um, it's thrown it out there to people. You're right. There was no cohesion, no passion, no life in the side. It's like they were just not plugged into the mains before the game. They were just absolutely appalling. And it's not acceptable for any side, let alone a blooming pub side or a Sunday league side, to play that way. You play with some effort. And if you're one goal down, come on, you expect reaction. You go one down. Right, guys, we need to battle back. And your captain should be riling you up and saying, right, we need to get back in this game. At least try and get shots on goal. If you're showing the effort and prowess, then you can go in at half time and say, right, we can build on that. Okay, well, one down. Um, we've made an effort. We've done a good job. But they had no, there was nothing there. They were lifeless. And for the life of me, if they were working in a business of any kind, they'd be sacked. Yeah. You wouldn't accept that performance by any of your employees. You know, they're coming to work to work. They get enough money. They get far more than we do. And not, not bloody dock and wages. A whole lot of them for that performance yesterday. And I would re, re, I would um, make sure that the fans who went got a refund. Simple as that. Um, yeah, I think it's been going on for a while. Uh, I feel for Zisco because uh, I think the question was, is it down to the manager or the players? I, I believe it's a bit of both. I, I think um, perhaps his, his tactics weren't working properly. Uh, there was no plan B in, in place and the players perhaps lost it. There were too many changes. Um, I dare say the talent is there, but it, it's getting the motivation and having the substance and foundation to move forward with purpose. They just haven't got it. They need to change that. Everything has to be changed um, as soon as this new bloke comes in. Yeah, no, I completely agree, mate. And we've got plenty of people coming on about this as well. And I'll add my 50 pence in a minute, but we've got our um, awful decision. That's from um, Lucy's sister, Pidge, as I call her. Um, we've got Greg Thika, fantastic one. Duncan, thank you very much for... Your um, yes. big insight. Well, I'll try and shout that out in a minute, mate. Fantastic. And a good assessment the other day on the forum, um, Duncan. So thank you very much, mate. Uh, Greg said, I've got just got back from Leeds after a heavy session last night. Well done, mate. Yeah, I think you probably <laughs> needed to be done as well. He says, yesterday was the worst performance I've seen in 35 years support in Watford. Uh, Greg, was it that as bad as Colin Lee's um, reign? Um, it's <laughs> obviously that bad if it, yeah. That's, that's a good point, mate. If you could answer me, that Greg, um, I'll be very happy with you. Um, mm. Duncan said the sacking was the right decision, but it does hurt. Uh, second only to Gracia as the nicest head coach we've had in recent years. Uh, yeah. Kev Wick said, I can't imagine it. Um, it was Isco that started the downfall. His attitude seemed the opposite. Agree, Saints game would have been the time. So Dino agrees with agrees with you as Saints should have been the time. Right, with Duncan's one, he says, um, Get Foster out the side. Exactly what I feared is happening. Batchman had his faults with his lack of crossing claiming, but at least he can distribute it meaning, uh, meaningfully sorry, as, uh, and is steady. Um, experience means nothing if it's not committed and Foster looks far from committed. We're not picking on Foster, by the way. This is just Duncan's opinion. So obviously he's more entitled to have it. Um, uh, was it experience means nothing if it's not committed and Foster looks far from committed with the lack of concentration and uh, decisiveness his indecision caused Sirialta to overextend and injure himself and got away with a clearance on the line and follow up let alone the goal his passing puts in danger um, and 
off-putting player and it hasn't come up. Sorry, Duncan. But uh, yeah, no, it's good insight there, mate. Um, <laughs> here we go. Correct, mate. This is the main tactical problem. Why, why, why keep giving the ball um, to the uh, to a centre-back who can't pass the ball? Where is the carrier? The, uh, the job Hughes did last season, where why didn't a midfielder show and want the ball? Um, and obviously, Lucy's saying players need to take responsibility. I'll tell you what, I'll add my, I'll, I'll add like literally 30 seconds because I, I, otherwise I'll just go on and go on for about an hour. But the yeah. players, and I said this um, before we went live, I blame Silver entirely for his downfall because he talked to Everton out of thing. You know, you want committed players, you want players to um, commit to you, but if you're not showing commitment, to the cause, then you can't really expect anything else. Um, apart from that, he deserved all he got silver from the club because he didn't show any commitment to us and he got sacked. And uh, quite rightly, in my opinion, when he left, uh, right when we were doing well, um, I felt sorry for Iska, I felt sorry for Javi, I felt sorry for Pearson, um, especially. Um, I th- actually, if it's possibly it was the right time because we were so poor, but. Uh, I did feel sorry for Murray. He tried his best. It just he just didn't work with um, with Vidic. But uh, uh, but look, Ivic, sorry, Vidic, Ivic. Um, I wouldn't mind Vidic actually at the back. But there you go, um, Ivic. But you know the players in those four, those four head coaches, got in the sack. I mean, Flores less spoken about that rain the better, rain of terror the yeah. better. The second, yeah. especially the second spell, but. The players were to blame for those four coaches losing their jobs. They were just mm. poor. Yesterday, mm-hmm. we had the full side at his best side out. Okay, people criticised him putting Cathcart in, uh, but he put Siri out in yesterday. And I think apart from the Semmer substitution, which I can understand he putting a winger on and bringing Dennis in, fine. But apart from that, I can't see he did anything wrong. I just think the thing that got him the sack was probably a plan B, but the players did not play for him. That was our strongest lineup yesterday. And they just did not look bothered. None of them did. Um, You had spells where, say like Rose was throwing his body, body around and getting in tackles and stuff like that. You can give him credit for that. But apart from that, like Greg's absolutely right. There's no midfielder like Hughes. He used to do coming to the ball and showing um, you didn't have that attitude. You didn't have that willingness to want the ball all the time, you know, put in an extra tackle, anything like that. You can possibly put that a little bit down to the manager where did he motivate the players? You can always ask that question, regardless yeah. if it is right or wrong. But then the players, once they cross the white line, they're professional players. They need to do the job. They don't need that much. You thought they don't need that much motivation. But I think like Ray said, we need, um, I think leaders is the... Uh, the thing that we're desperately in need of. Um, but, Ray, can you see any leaders in this side at the moment? Where's John Eustace? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or Hessenthaler. Or Hessenthaler. Or, you know, people like that. Or Marne. Gavin Marne. Yeah, Gavin Marne. I think there isn't a standout player. I mean, we've, we've already discussed that Cleverley's had a captaincy. But as a yep. captain, you've got to show the authority on the pitch. You know, wave your fingers about, show some sort of um, motivational plan. There's no point everyone going back to, to talk about Deeney and his leadership because that's past. It's done with and finished with. Yep. We're now looking at the now and who sticks out as the leaders in the team. Econ has been talked about as a, a, as a possible captain. Um, Cabaselli has been another one that's been talked about. Um, it's hard to say, other than cleverly, I can't see where you're going to find a leader from. I mean, we need to find somebody quick. Do we get somebody in the window that's going to come in and bolster it up, kick ass? Because that's what they need. That's what they need, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Dino, what do you, you, you reckon? Uh, yeah. More leaders? I don't see any. Reckon? No. Yeah, I don't see any. Maybe Cleverly. I think Cleverly's got a start against Liverpool. I know he's not creative, but too fan, he looked well unfit for me. He's a great player, but he in he is not match fit yet. He was not in well, none of them were in the game, but too fan looked really tired to me. He, good player, don't get me wrong, gonna be a good player, but he cannot start against a well, I watched today, a magnificent team. Um leaders God. If there are leaders on that pitch, I haven't seen them for three or four games. 
it's unbelievable of all that experience we've got in there. Rose, Zoko, Foster, Cleverly, King, and all of them are hiding at the moment. I do not know what's going on. I honestly think there needs to be another lock-in, even with a new manager. I think we need to go back to that because that's happened before. You know, yeah. before the game, in training, everyone locked in. We've done this before, haven't we? We've said this, and it, I don't know if it worked. It seemed to surprise them, but people need to get it off their chest. Whatever is going on, there's something yeah. wrong. Star to me, don't look interested. I don't know what's happening with him. Maybe we overrate him. I don't know. Maybe we rate him too highly at the moment because he looked, he didn't look interested at all yesterday. I love him. I think every fan does. Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah, I, I can't really say what leaders out there. I don't even know who's going to be captain at the moment because I'm not even seeing one of them at the moment. So, yeah, whoever it is, if it is Ranieri, he's, he's got a lot of work to do in, in two weeks. Darren, what's your, yeah, uh, what's your take on this, mate? I think for me, Cleverly is definitely, a, you know, he's got the qualities for a captain. Um, it's just that, you know, that real strange sort of apathy in the team at the moment that uh, you just feel something isn't right and, and agree with Dino there. For those guys to have a lock-in, what gets me is that, and we've said this before, you know, you're a professional footballer. I mean, and that squad we've got right now, people, I, I was reading online, people were saying, oh, we had a crap transfer window. We didn't. Compared to Newcastle and Southampton and, and Norwich, we had a very decent transfer window. We brought in some bloody good experienced players. People have to stand up as men and go out there and play the game and, and lead on the pitch. You know, and, and you shouldn't be waiting for somebody else to leave. You yourself, I've got to have the balls to get out there and play the game. You play what the football club, you know. It's it's you know it's bloody frustrating. And yesterday, to be so overran, and this is the thing Foster said after the game: we knew Leeds would come at us. We knew Leeds would press us up high. They knew that. Now I know some footballers aren't the smartest guys on the planet, but a lot of them are, and we don't know what goes on in the training field. But the way they looked and. It was exactly the same. First minute, bang, Leeds are on the front foot. Where are we? You know, when we get the ball, which was we were second best most balls yesterday. But when we did get the ball, what do we do with you? It's somebody in a white shirt. I mean, it's it's absolute basics with what is a very mature and Premier League and internationally league experienced squad. So, yeah, I, I would like to think someone like Sissoko could be a good captain as well. I mean, he's played enough, right? He's in the French national side, so. It's not like we've got, um, with the greatest of respect, it's not like we've got a League Two team of 16 and 18 year old kids, right? These are mm. hardened, well, not hardened, they're seasoned professionals. So, yeah, if, if Rani Area or ever comes in, it's going to be a couple of weeks' work. And, um, and now, of course, we've got a couple of players injured. That's the other bad thing about this. Right? So, but, you know, you always remain positive, right? This <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree, mate. Um, we've got most of the topics in. We'll try and read out. That's Paul Langdon back, the player, the manager, the problem. Um, right, let's get a couple more from, from these. Um, right, okay. Adam Holloway said the topic will most likely be who will be the next head coach. We'll shout that out as well. Um, just before that, Angela said, are we, bit, are we getting a bit of a laughing stock with the managers? Um, yeah. Certainly from the outside. I mean, we know, we know the system. We know the, you know, okay, we, we are gutted, you know, but we do know the system and how the Potsos operate. It's not very popular in a lot of terms, including today, but we know how they work. I think if we're going to make this, this appointment now, be it Ranieri or whoever, you need to make sure he brings his own people in. Uh, I think they did come out with the um, assumption that, you know, or the explanation to a lot of people outside in the media that when we do uh, let a head coach go, then the whole structure stays the same. The whole ethos of the club stays the same. It's literally the man in charge that leaves. But problem is, though, what we've had before uh, is the fact that when we do sack a manager, all his backroom staff go. So in a, in a sense that we do actually start from square one. That's the only thing I worry about Ranieri. He proved the guy's a proven winner. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying in any terms we'll get into Europe or anything like that. But you know, I'm the only pessimistic thing I would. I'm looking at is the fact that 
what it, what happened with Fulham. I'm not saying that's necessarily going to happen. I think Fulham were in a worse position than we are at the moment. I think we uh, we were slightly better run than Fulham, shall we say? So let's um, hope if it is Ranieri that he can turn the screw. I think a lot of people were saying as well that he bought these players and bought these. No, he didn't. It was Steve Walsh, by the way, and that's an absolute fact. Steve Walsh bought Kante, Steve Walsh bought Mares, um, Steve Walsh bought Fardy. He was the one who found these players. Um, give credit to Ranieri. He made he he gelled the team and made them win the uh, made them win the Premier League. I'm not saying for anything will be up in that sort of region, but let's just hope he can uh, galvanise this side because we need something. And I think in January, I think like everyone's saying, we need to try and get a couple of experienced heads, if, if be it for six months, just get experience and leaders around the dressing room because. At the moment, we don't look like we have many. Um, that's the thing. But yeah, look, Angela says, are we coming a bit of a laughing stock, lads? Um, Darren? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really sad because a few years ago, Watford did have a plan, and that plan was to have Silver as our long term manager. And then that lovely club, the People's Club, Everton, came along, right? And, and something I was watching the other week, actually, about Everton. I remember when Mike Walker, ex-Watford goalkeeper, had a couple of great seasons at Norwich City in the 90s and got him into Europe. And the lovely little people's cup came along again and took him away. This past couple of years, we've had some... I mean, the year we went down with the three managers and Nigel Pearson, that was a real shame. I think we all would have loved Pearson to stay at the cup. But what does get me is that you get, like today, people like Michael Owen, these pundits who never mention Watford week in, week out. They just go on and on and on about the top six. And then when something happens like it did today, they then turn around and then say it's Watford. There's no understanding. If, if any of these analysts had watched any of those four games this season, maybe they'd understand why the club did what they did. Because we were abject. We were absolutely appalling. It does look bad from the outside looking in. And as fans, yeah, we would love to have some stability. I think we all would love that. We had hoped that when we had um, Xavi in charge, right? But it's not to be. So, yet again, we move forward. But I really hope this time um, they get an experience coaching. I don't know whether it's Ranieri or what, but it would be nice to stop the merry-go-round for a season or two for everybody's sake. And I, I really need that. And I think for the credit of the club, because it is a laughing stop, whether we like it or not. I think the other thing as well, if I may just sort of add to that, I, I was talking to somebody on the podcast earlier and um, he's Italian and he was saying that Renari didn't have a very successful time at Sampdoria and uh, left the club. But as I said on the podcast, you can't go by what's going abroad. It's what you bring to the Premier League and the experience that he had with Chelsea and with Leicester and to a degree Fulham will put him in good stead for this job because he holds a fairly good CV over here. There's not a lot of blemishes against him. You know, you know, everyone has faults, right? Nobody's perfect. But I just think it would really steady our ship. It would give us a bit of spine to the team if you've got a manager that is a, is a motivator and is a likeable character in the club, gets on with everyone behind the scenes as well. And he fits the bill perfectly on that front. It's just having as we said before, uh, a captain motivator that he can use as his leader on the pitch. And we need to sort that out ASAP. Mm. Dino, mate, would you uh, would you make of that? Yeah, well, he says about Ranieri, make sure he's light, but weren't Isco light by everyone in the club? And <laughs> look what's happened to him, you know what I mean? It's, uh... Ranieri, yes, to be a better manager for us. He will play. Well, I'm hoping he plays attacking football and we press because we've got a, I don't think we've got an identity yet in the Premier League, have we, Watford? I don't know what no. we're about at the moment. We we seem to just pump the ball up the side and hope for the best. And, you know, it's it's got to change. It's too obvious at the moment. It's We've got to change the way we play, change everything. Like, like we all know, we knew this day was coming. I didn't expect it this soon. I was expecting... Like I said, Southampton, maybe one more after that. You know, I was yeah. expecting him to at least get the Liverpool game and, you know, just to see a response, maybe not the result, just to go hey, up, like me and Paul say, they've given it everything. They were just better than us. We'd go on. But, uh, 
Yeah, this is frustrating. It is like a circus at the moment, isn't it? It's, yeah. It is the Pozzo model, you know. None of us can complain because they've been doing it for years. And to be fair, you know, before then we were in the Premier League for, what, four or five years. So it obviously worked and they do what they're doing. So I always think about the amount of money it's cost us in managers, what yeah. players we could have bought with that. You know, there's another side to it. How much money? Yeah. How many more millions does this cost? We could have probably bought a couple more players if we we're a bit more patient, but they're the ones running the club, not us. <laughs> yeah, true. Right. We've got plenty of people obviously coming in. Uh, guys and girls, thank you ever so much once again. Uh, we got It doesn't help the new manager if he comes in soon. Won't have a lot of the squad about due to international commitments. Uh, Greg Thigger says, who cares um, what the likes of Big Ears Lineker thinks? This is 100% <laughs> the correct decision. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, the guy's a complete twat. I think I think Alex Scott should take over that match a day anyway, to be fair. Um, yeah. uh, Kev Wicks, I'm getting cramp. Um, uh, mate, you don't get cramp at this club, just remember that. Um, just read the top of this pod, mate. Um, yeah, leave Lineker out of it. Um, Paul Wiggins, uh, Paul Wiggins said, Coaches change, yet the players' attitudes stay the same. That's one of the best comments we've had all, um, <laughs> All pod, I think, to be fair. Um, Claudio gets good. We'll get good press here. Agree, Ray. That's from Kevin. Um, I'd say he did a very good job at Sampdoria. Look at the stats of Greg Thika. Uh, also, Duncan said Greg Thika, he was awful, no question, but who wasn't? Uh, he still made a large number of blocks <laughs> and played committed game. His passing Whoa. is bad through under pressure. Pitch. Um, Pitch. Yeah. He's just come up with Sky Sports. He's, he's agreed, agreed to come to Watford. Okay, so we, oh, right. so well Ranieri, yeah. Okay, well uh, that, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Breaking news from um from Ray that Claudio Ranieri is definitely going to be coming. So um yeah, no, it's good. Right, okay. So um next question then. Um, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? And a lot of people said this, and I'll start this up. A lot of people said with Ranieri that um he brings he. Plays more like a four four two, and Adino said this before. You know, a few hours before we went live, four four two. He plays a high pressing game, something that Isco wanted to play. Uh, that's something like we we need definitely. Uh, I think he, hopefully he'll be sure the backup. But what in your minds have you witnessed from Ranieri over time? Will bring to this club, Ray, um, as you broke the news, mate. As long as I don't break wind, it's fine. Yeah, no, um, no, don't sniff it. <laughs> Nothing to sniff at, is it? No, very good. Um, well, I think it'll bring a lot of um, happy people to the club. It'll, it'll, it'll make there'll be smiles on people's faces. He's a chirpy chap. Um, he brings a lot of experience with him and know-how, and um, I believe that's going to be useful. And having experience, as I said. Before having experience in the Premier League with the clubs he's been with, has got to give yeah. us a, a first stepping stone. It's got to be the right way. Yeah, Darren, what do you, yeah, really what do you make of that, mate? Yeah, that's, I think it's really good news. I mean, we're going to have the most decorated coach in our club's history, I think. Right? So, um, not just the Premiership. Win for the four years at Chelsea, and uh, yeah, from what I what I read about his stats at Sampdoria, he didn't do too bad last year. Although he was pretty popular, I think. But a good addition again, like Zisco, an upbeat guy, um, very positive kind of person. But certainly oozes experience at this, at this level, which is which is great. Because I know there was a couple of other names out there, yet again of unknown coaches, which was my worry. So I'm pleased with that. Um, and I think, yeah, with the players we've got, with the potential, potential is a very risky word. Potential for this squad, with the way he likes to play, could, could be could be a good, really good match. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Al? Yeah, I think he'd bring. You know, he's gonna he's gonna bring exciting football back to us. You know, we're gonna hopefully go with four four two, which I think will suit us at the moment with the coming games, you know, big six coming up. I think we're going to have to go to that because I think we get caught out otherwise. Like Ray said and Darren, he's going to bring a lot of experience, other good people in. He's going to, you know, he's very well liked. He knows the Premier League well, been there, done it, won it. So, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be interesting in our next game with Liverpool. I think, yeah. The crowd's going to be buzzing, get well behind him, and I hope the bloody players turn up because 
It's been three or four games coming now, and we need a performance out of them. Otherwise, they're going to find it hard. I think someone put up a good point as well, lads, that the, you know, for three or four seasons, and if anyone wants to grab credit of this, I'll try and find it. But they said for the last three, two or three years, at least, every time we've let a manager go or a head coach go, that they've actually looked at Claudio to um, come in. I mean, apart from Walton, I, they did stress that Walton was a long-term target uh, of theirs. They've always wanted Walton and okay, they didn't go too well, but you know, it proved on how much of a contract they gave him. And apparently a uh, similar sort of thing to Ranieri where every time, uh, like say, every time the coach did leave and they were looking at a new head coach, they were trying to get him in. So it's obviously another one, one of their, so shall we say, top three targets and eventually got him. So hopefully um, we see a bit of uh, the fruits of their labour um Come uh, come out now, and uh, hopefully this appointment is the um, the right choice for them. But you know, let's uh, fingers crossed. I, mean, I don't think Shakespeare will come. I know he was his backroom staff. I'd love to see Steve Walsh come in as a recruitment. Yes, um, yes, I'll tell you what, we could get someone like uh, I know Jackets at Orient. Let's get Gibbo in as, as assistant manager. Get a couple of these players that are actually active coaches, not just for the sake of getting legends. Let's get some players alongside him that know the club can coach first and foremost like a gibbo um that can help him along i mean we don't need him to, it's not like isco no offense to isco we don't need an experienced head alongside claudio the guy's experienced already we need young hungry coaches to work alongside him and i'll t- tell you it's a shame we uh get um gilligan in as a youth i'd promote him or uh not necessarily jono jono definitely over the course of time but get a couple of club legends that are actively coaching. Like I say, I'll, I'll 100% have Gibbo in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'll message him later as well. I <laughs> said, so, Gibbo, get a couple of the club, mate. Claudio's calling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll message John. I said, you, you sure you just want to stay with the under-23s, mate? <laughs> We're going to bring out a new song called Claudio's Calling, not London's Calling. Oh, <laughs> That's going to clash a bit though, mate, to be fair. With the one I'm, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> with the one I'm coming out with, um, oh, yeah. the public wants what the public gets, and they certainly got that, mate. So, um... <laughs> classic. <laughs> Sorry, I my jack's it. going underground, mate. Sorry, mate. Sorry about that. Um, the Right. Apparently, not nothing yet on Sky Spates News. Um, as long as it's on Sky Sports News, mate, I'll be, I'll be, um, I'll be happy. Yeah, um, I mean, I saw that flash across, so I'm just hoping that is right. It's I'm, not on I'm Sky Spates News yet, so we're all right. <laughs> Sky Spates News. Uh, <laughs> once it's confirmed, I'll comment. That's Stuart. Yeah, no, that's fine, mate. Absolutely in your own right, mate. Um. Unless Lord Leventhal um, think, right, Dave said you can forget about Gibbo. He's already has his um, back team he's used at previous clubs. Good shout, though. I'd like your ideas, mate. No, that's fine, mate. I mean, look, if he gets his own trusted backroom staff in, Dave, then, um, yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, he's got plenty. If it's the ones that I've got Go idea about, is it from Italy? They're always confirmed yeah. stuff before we do anyway, mate. If it's yeah. it's from Italy, it always comes from them first. Um, breaking news, another manager once again. Yeah, no, thank you very much. That's, that's from um, that's from Sonia. Cheers, Sonia. Uh, Duncan said nothing from the club as yet, but it is only a matter of time. Yeah, no, it is only a matter of time. If Sky Sports are putting it up, then, you know, you know Lord Leventhal's had a hand in that. So, uh, if it goes on Sky Sports or Watford, you will tend to um, agree that it's pretty much gospel that it's coming out. Um, it's not, it's not on the other sources that people have had. Uh, there's so many sources today that you know you can have a whole bloody table for your tea with the amount of bloody brown sauce and ketchup we've had. Tell you, um, right? Okay, so yeah, we've get can still get your thoughts around for Ranieri, whatever you um, any stats. And my phone's gone off, so I can't read some of the uh, thing, but we'll get some of the other comments up. Um, but no, thank you very much, guys and girls. Right? Okay, so we've got uh, right. The missus has put on, is it time for the players are made to pay for their actions? Managers are sacked, but nothing happens to the players. Yeah, it's mm. them, not the manager, t- that play crap on the field. Um, very, yeah, very right. Yeah, what would you reckon of that? It's from Mrs. Pitch. Mm. Um, no, that's a very good point. And um, 
well well said because yes they should be made to um actual fact i'll get them to pay the money and refund all the fans that traveled to leeds yesterday and have them back in training tomorrow although there's international duty as we know i'd have had them in in the training ground today i told you that yesterday i said there should be at london coney 10 30 sure and put them through the motions and make them watch a 90 minute video of the whole game yesterday <laughs> Yeah, that's what Dino, about. Dino, mate, you... yeah, about right, and yeah. about right, and I find them two weeks' wages as well, Sodden. Too bloody right. Shambolic. <laughs> yeah, that was shambolic. That was absolute joke. Like I said, I don't think any of them give fifty percent, let alone hundred percent. It was, it was, it was a joke. Yeah, and, and I, I agree, with Ray. Like I said, and I'd find them two weeks' wages as well. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah. Darren, mate. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I agree with Ray's comment about the um, the players paying for the for the travelling fans. I think it's bloody right. I mean, that's a long way to go, Leeds. And I remember years ago, Taylor. It was a, it was a midweek match, and Watford was shambolic. And at the end of the game, Taylor got them all back out and had a training session on on the pitch at Victory Road. He was that furious. That's the sort of thing you want to see sometimes, right? Just yeah. just rub their fingers in it a bit, right? Remember, you it is an honour to play first class. It is an absolute first class, you know. And these people, we don't. I mean, we don't. Like I said, we don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. But, but to have such a, I didn't think Danny Rose did, did do bad yesterday. He was one of our better players. But overall, still, the whole squad was shocking. And to, to have four performances where, really, you can't credit anyone with man of the match from any of those four no. games. Right, no. New last night um that speaks volumes right and, and at that level it's, it just my mate mine dave's a leeds fan and I, I said to him you know you could have beaten us five nil would not have been an unfair result and he just said to me he said he was actually shocked at just how poor we we is the word he used and it's a fair analogy right? yeah yeah right okay i'll go read out this um statement if you will um from um Isco as well. Yeah, he says uh, it's been a one. He said it's been a wonderful journey. It concluded it, and it concluded in a way that I neither expected or not wished for. I'm grateful and would only remember all the good things that I have experienced. It's a sad day for me and my family because it marks the end um, of a period at the club in a city where we felt at home. I've got nothing but words of gratitude for the club that gave me the opportunity to start my first adventure in this, this exciting country. Uh, my heartfelt thanks to the players to, uh, to put blind faith and believing in me and my staff from the first moment so that, got, uh, so that together we could achieve the dream of promotion to the Premier League. And my many thanks to all the members of the club who don't appear on the photos because they are essential for my proper functioning of this team. You made my life so much easier. Finally, I would like to make a special shout out to the fans. It's only been a year, but I will never forget the intensity and the treatment you have always given me over the year. I will always be a Watford fan. Thank you for everything that's from Isco. So um, lovely parting words um, by Isco um, there. So, yeah, look, look, I think everyone at TMA TV would, like we've already said yeah, on, um, on Twitter, would wish him all the best in the future and, uh, many successes um after this one you know you can i think um one thing i would say parting with um isco that he all oh, he's he's still young he's only 21 under uh, 21 41 so i said 21 blimey's a young man um four, he's only 41 you know he's got plenty he's still a baby in terms of management uh if you can compare yourself to, uh, compared to managers like ranieri and uh you know you could just learn from it and you should become a better head coach because of it so yeah no uh, thank you very much, Isco. Um, we got like they came over at the end to clap us fans. Most of us turned our back on them and showed that uh, them our disgust. Um, what you suffer from, Woody? Um, cock rot. <laughs> um, <laughs> statement was <laughs> <laughs> it's bollocks, really, but there you go. Um, statement was pure class, in my opinion. Um, uh, Mrs. Pidge said the players will always act like they do because when they start playing crap because they don't like the manager. It's the manager that pays the price. No, completely agree. Um, yeah. In this day and age, if you want a manager out, the players just stop playing. Uh, players need to help for, uh, for their shocking attitude. Players need to be 
help for their shocking attitudes and shocking crap playing. If you can mm. call what they have been doing playing. Um, yeah, if you can really call it um, playing. Yeah, no. Um, blaming the players, this team are suffering from management. That is no game plan. And like last time, it was a team with low morale. Uh, I think there's a yeah. combination of both, to be fair. The players did not execute the game plan. I think Isco, the one criticism would have Isco, and we've said this before, that there was no plan B with Isco. Uh, if the plan, plan A didn't work, we didn't have no plan B. But the plan A was not being executed properly by the players. So a large chunk of that, I'm not going to go into percentages because everyone's going to disagree, but a large percentage <laughs> of that blame has to go on the players, 110%. I think um, I think no one will disagree with that. It depends on how much you would put on them. Um, also, finally, it's a lovely message and in keeping with what we know about him. Always welcome back as a guest of honour. Yeah, no, 100%. I think Isco can hold himself up uh, head ahead. Mm held high. He did all he could. It just didn't work out for him. And like we said, we wish him for um, the very, very best for any future endeavours um, yep. that he um, in management. Um, was it? I can't stop um, playing when I never even started playing. Uh, I can't stop playing when I never even started playing. Can't execute a game plan if you're not given the game plan to start with. Um, the thing is, though, we play a high-pressing game with him. And to be fair, they just kept sitting back. So I think a lot of the only, like I said, you know, we needed a plan B. If we, it's not working, we need to switch to another system. And I don't think we tend to have had that. But there you go. Um, right. OK. Right. Sandra said, my question initially was going to be after the performance yesterday. Um, what positives, if any, could we take from the game? Um, Munoz's tactics so far this season have been questionable, but in the board's decision today, the correct one. Uh, did he deserve a little more time or assistance of a more experienced individual to bridge the gap? So, we'll, obviously, we've commented on, you know, everyone has commented on should he be given more time? I think we've all had differing opinions on that. But, lads, I'll throw this out to you, you know, and I made the point of this yesterday with Sir Ray, and I think Sir Ray highlighted this as well, that should he have given a bit more time and brought in a experienced head to work alongside him, like we've already said millions of times, a Birkinshaw, a Lewington, you know, someone yeah. with a bit of experience to work alongside him. Do you think that could have happened, or do you think this is clean slate and it should have happened the way it happened? He needed, he, he needed an experienced person. To, to go alongside him, I believe. Uh, if he's cutting his teeth in football, then that would have been the right way to, to go about it. Look what's happened to Boothroyd since. You know, he's gone on to doing the under-21s. He's been quite successful. Um, and he'll do well where, wherever he goes as a coach. But I think, no, you're right. Um, he needed somebody to come in as a number two, a strong number two. Um, something Something's gone wrong, dreadfully wrong there. He obviously hasn't had the power, power with the assistance he's had to do as he wanted to do. Um, it's not come off. No. Uh, Dino? Yeah, he, he definitely needed a hand somewhere, somewhere a bit of experience, just to maybe guide him in some ways when it was going wrong, just to change it early, because sometimes he left it too late where maybe a a manager of a bit more experience would have changed it 20 minutes earlier, which might have helped. But, yeah. you know, seeing some of the people's comments saying it's 100% the manager's fault, I, 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 I very strongly disagree with you because these players are adults, you know. It's just basics, passing the ball two foot to each other. They can't yeah. even bloody do that right. That's not that the, the game plan. It, that's not a game plan. That's just football, mm. passing it to each other. Do a bloody run. It's yeah. not one hundred percent the manager's fault. Whoever put that up, no. I think you're, I think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, look, 50, 50. it's fifty-fifty. Yeah. You're so right. It should be fifty percent responsibility of the players and fifty percent the manager. That I think yeah. shared responsibility for the actions, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Darren, mate, what do you make of that? Uh, uh, right, <laughs> experience head in there, mate. Well, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I think there was a discussion right at the end of the season when we won promotion. And, you know, there was they were looking to confirm that the club was going to help him get his badges. I seem to remember then a discussion sort of saying, you know, wouldn't it be great to have a number two then in the summer, bring somebody in? 
and obviously the way it's gone now, I couldn't see, I can't see the Potter's own model going that route once you're into a new season. So I guess this was their choice. But yeah, it's, you know, it's just a closing statement there. You know, the guy oozes class. He's an absolute gentleman. I think we all wish him well wherever he goes. But um, like Dino said, you know, again, these players, I mean, what an absolute privilege to be a, a professional club in, in, in you know, what is arguably the finest league in the world, 20 clubs. You get a chance to watch out one of those clubs, that would be an absolute lucky dream. And all you've got to do is keep yourself fit and, and you know, listen to your coaches and managers go ahead and go out there and play. But these guys, I don't know what it is, it's uh, a bit of taste for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so does Ranieri definitely confirm, right? Pretty much. I mean, they said, um, I think the uh, Sky Sports sources have come out with saying he's agreed to do it. So it's pretty much nailed on now. Um, basically, look, look, lads, you know, let the players, look, that's what you're playing for, lads. Fucking start playing for it. Um, after that, after that crap yesterday. Uh, mm. It's a shame they ain't got the same bloody passion. I'll tell you what, though. Um, as much as shocking as the, and I don't mean to knock it. You know, the, I saw the women's highlights yesterday, and some of the defending is absolutely dreadful. It's as bad as the men's. But I tell you what, the one thing the women's team has got is passion. Yeah, it's the one thing they might not be playing that great at the moment, and they might be conceding goals at will and not winning any games. But I'll tell you what, their heads never drop, and they give hundred percent all game. And that's all you want. You know, if you lose games, as long as you see a committed side out there giving 110%, like, like say, like the women do, mm. you know, then you can't really do anything else. The team the team that you're playing against is just better than you. You can't complain. I mean, uh, you know, if they only went and saw a women's game and saw what, uh, you know, what a commitment and desire they come from that side, then you, you could learn a lot from it. Um, but sadly, obviously, a lot of them don't. Um, we've got, oh, someone put about the hair gel. Um, obviously, he got the sack because he wasn't using the same hair gel I do. So, um, that's <laughs> not really a debate, <laughs> is it? Um, yeah. If he's using the VO5 um, hairstyling um, putty, then it'll be absolutely fine, honestly. Vaseline. It's Vaseline. Don't let him tell you that. It's, um, Dino uses KY jelly, apparently, but um, I'll let him, I'll let him um, explain that. Um, <laughs> real cream sales are going to rocket Isco wore it well yeah no look it's how you wear it to be fair uh, me and Isco were um, revolutionaries far beyond our time with the, the likes of the gel style so uh, you know it's something that you know we've, there's only one there's only one sheriff in this town that uses gel properly and it's me um, and obviously Ray when he decides to use it as well uh, we've got every Sunday league teams have some idea of what is go uh, what they are going to do before they get on the pitch. And that comes from the manager. Um, Mrs. Pidge said, what will happen now? They will come out playing good again because they've got what they want. Uh, but soon enough, they will get fed up with whoever comes in. They will play shit again because it's the boys playing at this time, not men. Um, that's quite a good point, actually. I'm not just saying that because that's good. the missus. It's got Very a good point, Sky Sports Italy says Ranieri is signed. That's from Mr. Wiggins. Um so long has the team gel. Uh, very good, Kev. Um, <laughs> that's brilliant. No, no, it's good, mate. Good, mate. Very well done. Well taken, sir. I'll let you have that one. Um, it's, uh, also, we got last season, we saw a team that was low on morale. Uh, the start of the season, um, seeing the team with lack of ideas. The ideas come from the manager. Um, Great show, boys. The banter is fab. Thank you ever so much, mate. Um, look, guys, at the end of the day, and we'll say this every single time, you you lot make this um, podcast what it is. So just a massive, massive thank you for everyone who's watching today. I knew we were going to get a few people watching today, but um, yeah, we're, we're just we're grateful, even if there's only five people watching it. You five are absolutely yeah. amazing. And the yeah. 20, 30 people at one time are watching at the moment. You guys are absolutely awesome. Um, also, um, Darren, um is for you. What is Darren's Canadian beer of the week today? Um, what is it, mate? What's your recommendation? It's, it was actually a Strongbow Cider. Oh, Mrs. likes that. Yeah, yeah. I've got some uh, IPAs upstairs from a local brewery. I'll probably have one of those after. But uh, yeah. Where's the bow? Where's the bow? 
Oh, where's the bow? Gone. He's after the constrictor. <laughs> Bing. I knew he was a snake. It was a snake. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> it was a oh, rattle drink, snake. Oh, look, Darren, I'll drink to that, mate. Um, was that a three point eight proof, pussy boy? It's going to be beer jokes now. Oh God. Gotta take yeah. a boat on that one. Look, look, he usually logs on about ten minutes before. He's already had five pints before he comes on air. So we always said no responsible <laughs> drinking, but look, we need we need an international friend. So um yeah. Oh friend, <laughs> Canadian friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Morning town Foxy. <laughs> oh, no. oh, he's Foxy. <laughs> he's Foxy. Um South Foxy. Yeah. Um, well, oh God, yeah, I'll don't do that. So, um, so I think I need to send Taylor Rose into the dressing room. She's <laughs> shit. They might have a look quickly. Oh bloody, I probably would actually with her. <laughs> she'll just go. My daddy will come here. To, she'll just try, try and stitch me up with that. To be fair, um, just tell her if she does do that. Don't bring her dummy because you will try and take the dummy off of her. She's a pain in the ass with that. Um, also, to, Darren, now we have a free trade deal with Canada. You should be showing us the products you have over there. Show us your beer. So um, they, let's let get the beer out for the lads. <laughs> next week, I've got a couple of nice ones upstairs, so I'll have them, I'll have them at the side for next. If we, I don't know, <laughs> next week or not because of the break. Canadian Dry. Yeah, a couple of ice Won't be after you drinks it. Yeah, they're, they're pretty dry, actually. <laughs> right, it says, I drink that's doing rather well over here. It's doing well over there. Um, loving the banner. It's probably my banter, but the banners are great as well. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, mate. Nice one. <laughs> cheers, mate. Nice one. Um, looking forward to the new part of the show, um, Darren Canadian offerings. Yeah, that's no, a good, fantastic show. Uh, I'll definitely drink to that. We'll have that. And uh, we need Ray's um, non league um, Ray's um, review. Um, or yeah, if good. we could spell it with a W, ways with you. Um, we'll put that. Ways with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really, really exciting. Honestly, we'll, we'll try and get that next week. Um, just uh, also, just a reminder for next week. Uh, we're not going to be obviously doing Fridays and Saturdays. We'll do a half an hour show on Sunday. So obviously, once again, we'll get your opinions through. We'll try and get a guest on as well. Um, so that'll be on Sunday night. Obviously, in between that, and we'll get uh, Ray to uh, give us a shout out with his. Um, podcast coming up during the week as well um yeah. and talking about the team is so good we've gotten off subject into something better booze yeah no exactly um sod the banners bastard um well done, <laughs> lads. great show go uh, got to go now thank you ever so much um we should have end uh, in the podcast darren's beer of the week slot that's a good sh- a shout um, yeah, definitely Best pod to date. Well done, boys. Thank you very much. Um, it was said last season we have to get um, rid of the troublemakers in the Deadwood. Uh, we have done that, and still the players have bad attitude. I mean, guys, I'll throw that out to you just before we go. What do you make of that? I mean, we we everyone was saying about that, and I'll get Duncan's on just before we go as well. But just to answer this question, lads, um, what do you make of that? You know, we got rid of most of the Deadwood from last season, but still there's some sort of there's a few players that still got that attitude of downing tools when, when they really, um, really think they need to. What do you make of that? Uh, I'm just trying to place who those tr- uh, troublemakers may well be. Um, oh. It's got to, it's not going to be Messina, is it? Or would it be? Um, players that are not playing are always going to be against. They're always going to be got the ump, aren't they, Ray? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you get you, you keep hearing things about Foster and stuff. Whether it's bad press or not, I don't know. But you know the business with his bike thing. You know, putting a video at the back of the goal probably hasn't helped him. Although fair play to him for doing his own slot and his own way on on, on um, his podcast. That's brilliant. It's a fantastic podcast. Yeah. But he's got to concentrate on his football. For God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Darren. Yeah, I do get the feeling something's wrong. I don't know where it is or who it is or, or what, but uh, as I said, Foster's attitude, his body language after the game yesterday, 
And he emphasised the fact that they talked about in training, they'd gone over the fact that they knew how leads were going to come at them, and they just didn't respond. So, I, I, I don't know, it, it, it's weird. I mean, you always hope you're going to get a new manager above, um, but we'll be playing Liverpool, and, and they look pretty slick right now, as you'd expect. It's going to be really tough. But, yeah, hard to think out of that squad, with all that experience, who would be the bad apples? But something, you just get that feeling something's not right. Yeah. yeah, Dino, mate. Bad apples, or do you think it's just a whole lot bad attitude all round? Like Ray said, I can't see who the bad apples are in that squad. I, I don't believe it's Ben Foster at all. He's he's never moaned about being sub. He always backs Backman, don't he? Yeah. So yeah. Maybe Messina. I can't put my... I really don't know. They're all professionals. Some are top professionals. It might be you know, but I might be sorry. He might not be happy the way we're playing. I can't say it is, but no. I just think it's bad attitude of the whole squad, to be honest with you. They obviously ain't got on board with the way he was playing and they can't have that excuse with Ranieri because it might suit, it will suit our squad. If they want to play high pressing and high attacking, it will suit a lot of our players and Again, I'm running out of excuses for them now. They they can't blame yeah. the manager now. And like I said, we need a response against Liverpool. Maybe not a win, but well, if they don't Liverpool. turn up against Liverpool, yeah. it's going to be a long, long, long game. I can promise yeah. you that. Right, final question, lads. Um, Duncan's put on, and just a big shout out to everyone's put topics and questions in the comments and. Uh, in the forum as well. Fantastic, guys and girls. Thank you very much. As he said, Foster or Batchman? For me, Batchman's got to play. Um, yeah. Ray? Batman. Uh, what's your... Batman, okay. Reason? Because he likes to do his overdrive. Batman Turner overdrive. So I'll have him in there. Good times. Um, you ain't seen the thing yet. Oh, Jesus. It's just getting... <laughs> I can't even reply to that. Uh, Darren? <laughs> I'd like to see Backman in goal. Um, I think he's our future, you know, and uh, hopefully he comes back from the international break with a good performance for Austria and gives himself a, earns himself a spot. Good luck to him. Yeah. Dino, mate, you at Backman or would you um, keep faith with uh, Foster? It's tough, isn't it? Like, like you and me were decide- discussing yesterday, Foster dominates his box, don't he, yet? Batman's better at passing the ball out. It's, I agree with Darren. Batman is definitely 100% the future, but I, I reckon Ranieri will go with Foster just for experience at the moment. He's got, to, he's got to get to a good start, Ranieri, hasn't he? Liverpool's a tough game, and I reckon he's going to go with Foster for experience, to be honest with you. Yeah, Foster's last year, I think. Yeah, no, I think I, I'm. His podcast, he does the, you know, he's the the camera things are a bit boring now. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna say it. it's a bit boring now because I've seen <laughs> the same hotels, I've seen the same bit. It's great fun, and you know, he's fantastic of what he's done with that. And you know, when he's going cycling and all that sort of stuff, I think it's much better if he stops doing that now because it's just got boring. That it's the same crap every every week now but if he does the podcast that he's doing you know the Deeney one and all those other ones which are brilliant he should mm. go into I think what that's what he's doing now he's going into that and and also his fantasy football bit as well which I think is excellent those two things I think he should come away from the cycling GK um, original yeah. thing that made yeah. him uh, made it such it because it's now you can't really put anything of the game now and it's really the same thing going into the stadium seeing the same people and it's it was great at start. Don't get me wrong. I was. It was absolutely really refreshing to see that, and you can see behind the scenes and everything. But it, that little bit of that is getting a bit boring now. The other bits are brilliant. I think what Foster's come up with his podcast and the fantasy football is absolutely amazing. Um, really, really enjoy watching that. So uh, I think if he carries on with that and just stop doing the bloody GK behind the scenes crap now, because it's just yeah. the same hotels and everything now, and it's yeah. But that's not knocking him. I think he's fantastic. Some of the stuff, he, the new stuff he's doing is fantastic. So, uh, yeah, Ray. Um, just before we go, mate, um, what's uh, what have you got lined up for this week? Hopefully, touch wood. I'll be on Wednesday night seven till eight, and uh, Friday night seven till eight on the Race Cook Report news feed. 
bit of football, hopefully a bit of news shed on what's happened um, over this last well, the next few hours, as we'll find out. I'm pretty sure it's going to be confirmed, as we know. By tomorrow morning, we'll know everything's in place, hopefully. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah the deal's supposed to be signed tomorrow, apparently. So, yeah, 7 till 8 o'clock on Wednesday, Saray's Cook Report, and on Friday the same, and probably next Sunday. Cool. Well, Dino's just fallen off his bed by the looks of it. Oh, there he yeah, is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it literally looked like you fell off the bed, mate. That's right. <laughs> brilliant, mate. Hey, you're all right. Um, hopefully you recover for next Sunday. Uh, just remember, next Sunday, if Dino's okay from that, um, it'll be 8 till 8.30. We'll try and get a guest on, so we'll see you then. So, um yeah, no, look, just a massive, massive thank you to everyone who watched today and for the, you know, in the past as well. Absolutely amazing comments and topics. Uh, yep. Big, big thank you to the podcast king, Sir Ray, young man Dino, and Canadian Darren once again. Um, we will try and get your um, request in for uh, the last five minutes. We'll do the. Um, Darren's choice of beers. We'll definitely get a few, <laughs> a few of them in. That's a, uh, that's a hundred percent nailed on. I think. Um, yeah, we'll raise a good. We'll get we'll get Darren to get his beers out for the lads. Um, so that be... for the lads. Yeah, really, definitely. Ooh. Right, okay. It's always um, you've been beautiful. We've been too, mate. Eh? Uh, it's it's good night from Darren. Yeah, it's good night from uh, Ray. <laughs> good night from young man Dino. And it's good night from Pidge. See you later, guys. <laughs> yeah.